Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi everyone, welcome back for another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. And for anyone new, welcome. For anyone who's recurring, you know where to sit, you know where to crack open a beer, because you guys know that we like to look at the news first, and then we get into our review, which this week we are looking at episode one of the Halo TV show on Paramount+. Plus. So without further ado, let's get into the news. But unfortunately, the start of this is going to be a little bit saddening, because I would like to send out my condolences to friends and family and pets for Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fires. The drummer has unfortunately passed away at the age of 50, um, which is quite saddening to see. You know, in, in my hometown, Australia, Melbourne, they were just out about three weeks ago. So a few of my friends are kind of shocked at his passing and can't believe that he's he's gone, you know, especially the fact he was only out three weeks ago, um, which is really saddening. You know, I feel like about three of my episodes this year have also with RIPs. And I'm like, well, it's... That's not really how you want to start 2020 off, but um, unfortunately, uh, uh, you know, this does, does, does happen and it is saddening. But yes, RIP to Taylor Hawkins and his family at Foo Fires and all Foo Fire fans who are currently feeling the effects of this. Um, also, that's happened in the past week is definitely go check out uh, Lights, Camera, Rant Twitter page. We've joined Twitter, uh, so definitely give us a follow. We'll be tweeting all new episodes, news, all to keep you guys up to date. And of course, if you haven't already, please give us a like, a follow on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, you guys know, across the board. Because um, it does, definitely does help and it keeps you guys up to date on all, all the latest news because I don't want you guys to miss out on anything. And it does go a long way and I deeply appreciate it. Uh, so this week... Uh, definitely strap yourself in because Morbius gets released. I'll be seeing that on this Friday coming, so that review will be coming next week, as well as uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is preparing this week as well uh, on the 30th of March, so definitely stay tuned for Disney+. Plus. So I'll have both those reviews coming uh, this, uh, sorry, next episode. So strap yourself in, definitely go get your tickets. If you haven't got Disney+, Plus, I don't know why you haven't got it, Definitely get, definitely pick it up because Moon Knight looks like it's going to be a different beast, a different animal altogether. All the primary material is starting to really ramp up, and everything I'm seeing, I'm like, oh my god, like this just looks so different, which is what I love about Marvel. You know, people go, oh, it's, it's quite repetitive. You know, it's very, you know, it does it the same things all the time. I'm like, sure, tell me which two characters are exactly the same. Show me two TV shows that are exactly the same. You know? Um, you can't. It's, you know, and not to mention, my still five favorite, WandaVision, was fantastic. I can't praise it high enough. So I'm very curious to see where uh, Moon Knight will fit with all the t- other TV shows, because apparently the director has said that there will be no MCU connections in Moon Knight, which I doubt that. I'm sure there'll be some tidbits, especially towards the ending. Uh, of you know the whole wide word of the MCU, but yeah, strap yourselves in for Moon Knight and Morbius this week, which I've bought my tickets for. And look, Morbius, I my biggest thing is not to see Jared Leto as Morbius. It's just like where does this fit in? Like I've said this before, where does this fit in the whole universe of things? Because 
I've said it before, you see, you know, you see a picture of Spider-Man, but it's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and then Michael Keaton's in it, and then there's Venom, it's like, what are you doing, Sony? Where is this coming from? Or where is it sitting? That's my biggest thing going is, where's this sit? And hopefully, I'll be pleasantly surprised because of the fact the early reviews are coming out for Morbius at the moment, which, uh, look, they're not looking very good at all, which is really saddening for Jared Leto because I was really hoping this would be, you know, his swan song because after the whole everything with the Joker... Um, which, you know, some people, a lot of people like the Joker, his version, but a lot of people didn't like it. I really liked it in, not so much the Suicide Squad, but I did really like it in the Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, I, I liked it a whole lot better in that. But, uh, yeah, sadly, yeah, early reviews aren't looking good. But it's coming out, so definitely get your tickets, guys. Get geared up. Uh, also, in this past week, uh, now, speaking of the Joker, so... This was just left field when this came out. I was like, what? So, the Warner Brothers, uh, Matt Reeves, uh, have released a deleted scene with Barry Kogan, or Kogan, I probably butchered that, um, released a scene where he's in the Arkham prison where you see the Joker. Now, Matt Reeves did say the fact that this was deleted because it didn't fit the whole over story, which I do agree with after watching it. Like, it would have taken away... The Riddler being the old baddie. Um, but we got to see it. It's clear as day. So they fully shot the scene. It's fantastic. If you haven't, go check it out. So this is the deleted scene with the Joker, which we do get to see. But it's a very intense scene. You know, what he's he's asking, Batman's asking him about the Riddler. He knows the Riddler personally. He's giving him little tidbits because he wants to hear his perspective on things. Um, but the back and forth between them, it's very intense scene, the music and everything, and you can, now. so the fact that the Joker does say it's their one year anniversary, so we can tell the fact that these guys have altercations in the past, it's most likely why he is in, Ar- you know, in Arkham, obviously, but it's, you know, it reminds me of a comic book called, um, The Joker by Brian Azrilio, I hope I didn't butcher that, um, the design of the Joker, the Joker looks like he's been battered, it looks like he's been in a fire, like his skin, his nails and everything, Ugh. he's very different to, he's very different to um, Jonah Phoenix's Joker, um, from what we can tell, he, this new Joker definitely fits in this world that uh, Rob Patterson and Bat Reeves have made, I actually really liked it, and I think if it was in the movie, I would still have really liked it, don't think the Batman needed to be any longer, but the fact they have history and you could tell the Joker was getting underneath Batman's skin with everything going on, like he knew him almost personally, because um, of little tidbits that he does say. Um, yeah, I didn't know this was going to come out. I thought this would wait until you know, the DVD release, but this was great. This was, this was a nice surprise to wake up and see. Um, but everything I'm seeing on the internet, it's all positive. It's all positive, which is really good, which makes me more amped up to see what is going to be in the second, the second Batman movie and see what, how that's going to entail. Um, the most interesting thing, there, which I didn't pick this up until someone sent me a photo, was the fact that, so obviously they've got a glass panel and they've got a little hatchet to pass things over. Batman passed over a file with, you know, a folder with a paperclip and everything, and the Joker passed it back to him. Paperclip's gone. I don't know if it's a mistake, but I don't think it is. 
the paper clip's gone, which makes me think, right, that's how you're going to get out. That's how you're going to be in the Joker, um, in the, well, you know, the Batman sequel. But look, I loved it. Definitely go check it out. If you haven't already, he did. Uh, Barry's done a great job, and I really hope he gets to do a full flesh version in the sequel and see you know, him become the clown prince of crime, if you haven't already. Still, speaking about the Joker as well, let's keep continuing on there. Yeah, I know, three Joker news, basically. Um, it also was the one-year anniversary of the release of the Justice League Snyder Cut. I was like, holy shit, it's been a year already? Far out. And look, if you haven't watched it yet, you're a DC fan, and if you haven't watched it yet, you need to watch it. You need to allocate four hours and watch this movie. It is, I just find it, it's it's what's movie, it's a great, you can see what Snyder was trying to do, but it frustrates you because you're like, why was this not in the original version? Why was this all missing? And look, it is one of, I would say, top tier comic book movies. Snyder had a vision, and you see it all the way through this from start to finish. Uh, not to mention the fact that I saw, was it last month? It could have been last month. It's still one of the highest stream um, movies on HBO Max or Binge. It's still one of the highest. And I did see someone tweet saying, "Yes, the highest highest stream highest stream movie." It's funny for a movie that uh, wasn't or didn't exist, according to Warner Brothers. Um, but no, it, it's look honestly, it's a great movie. I don't know if I'm going to have the time to sit down and watch it again. That's for sure. But uh, it's a solid entry. And look, even if you do break it up, because the handy thing is it's actually broken into chapters. Uh, so you can definitely go, if you only want to watch three chapters, out of, all th- you know, out of all six or seven there is. So you can definitely break it up if you want to as a part one and part two. It does give you that option um, if you can't sit down there for four hours and watch this beast of a movie. But you can definitely see what the original vision was. And, you know, that... I, that, original, that Justice League that came out in 2017 is trash compared to this. Utterly, utterly trash. You know, and it should probably be buried, and the Snyder Cut should be the, the definitive version of it, and that one should be, they shouldn't be selling it anymore. It should just be buried, done and dusted. But, you know, Warner Brothers won't do that. But what, you know, one year on, like, you guys tell me, what were your thoughts on, you know, the Snyder Cut? Did you like it? Do you think it was too long? Do you think the fact that, uh, Snyder should get another crack, or he just, you know, it's, he doesn't need, we don't want to see any more of him, he's done, let's go this in a different direction. So definitely let me know in the comments. Um, speaking of also still comic book movies, uh, Black Panther had, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, has finished filming, which, when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's fantastic, because this... Look, the it's really good that Black Panther has finished filming because this movie suffered two delays. There are actually no three delays: one because of COVID, and two because Sheree had an injury on set, and then it was delayed again because of Christmas. Actually, four, and it was delayed again because she came back to filming, but she actually wasn't fully ready, so she was delayed again. So you know, this movie's been in development ever since uh, you know the first one got released back in 2018. Um, you know, it's finally, finally finished filming. And I have, that's another movie just like Morbius. I have a big question mark, you know. I'm not, it's not the most movie I'm hyped up for, but it has my biggest question mark um, because I want to see 
Like, what are they going to do because of Black Panther? You know? So far, none of the Marvel movies have reached that point where it's at that stage where you do ask that question or, like, you know, where he is. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how they're going to handle Black Panther's death because that's the biggest question mark going over this movie and who will be the new Black Panther. But, yep, that's all done and dusted. Uh, Also, in other news, Tekken. Uh, Tekken, the video game fighting game, um, legendary fighting game, is getting a new TV show on Netflix. No release date at this stage. Only an announcement trailer has been released. It's animated. looks really good. Um, The animation looks fantastic. I'm very curious to see what this is going to entail. Um, I assume it's going to come out later this year at some point. They'll announce the release date. Uh, But... If you haven't already, go check it out. The trailer looks really good for any Tekken fans. And I'm curious to see um, how this is all going to play out. But yeah, Tekken, TV show, animated this year on Netflix. Uh, And in unfortunate news, which I'm pretty sure we already knew this, but anyway, the Suicide Squad game has been delayed to 2023, um, which is really gut-wrenching because I... You know, I really was hoping it wouldn't be delayed, but here we are. You know, at least we're still getting Gotham Knights. We're still getting that. But yeah, Suicide Squad has been delayed to spring 2023. So anyone of those fans going to have to wait. Um, also staying on video game news. So, if you have Disney Plus, well, get ready, guys. We're getting GTA Plus. Yep, that is correct. Rockstar have announced a monthly subscription to GTA Plus that will cost you six bucks, uh, which is launching on March the 29th, which basically gives you $500,000 in-game credits a month, gives you a whole bunch of access to other things, cheaper credits as well if you want to buy from the PlayStation Store. And yeah, they're doing a streaming service. Sorry, sorry. They're doing a monthly subscription uh, for GTA 5, it's it's funny the fact that this game has not slowed down since it's released. It's just ramped up every time. You know, I've been playing GTA 5 with the next gen update. It's crystal clear. It's fantastic. Diving back into this world, but yeah, GTA Plus um, gives you that little bit of that edge. I, the first thing I thought of when I saw it was, oh, it's giving you five hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, that's nothing. That's nothing in GTA world. You know, it's going to take you two months just you know, two months just to get a million dollars, which will still won't go very far. Like, that's very nice, but still, like, it's still a grind. I was hoping at least you get a mil a month. God. Um, but, yeah, for any of the Grand Theft Auto fans, get ready for GTA Plus. Will you be giving your six bucks? At the same time, I really can't argue with that because, you know, Disney Plus and Netflix, that costs more. So if you're a big GTA fan, this is going to go a long way for you guys and give you that little bit of bonus. Um, I think, yeah, that's all the biggest, latest news that's happened in the past week, guys. So let's get into the review, guys. So Halo, 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 Halo. I, I was absolutely amped for this. So the first episode is called Contact. Now... Halo, this TV show has been in development for a little while now. An entire Halo movie has been in development, I think, development hell for about eight or nine years, or no, even longer. 
since I think the first Halo came out, um, there's been movie talks, you know, with P.A. Jackson, you know, Steven Spielberg, you know, all this across the board, um, which, you know, Steven Spielberg was part of this. He, you know, read every single script, everything that came through. He was quite hands-on, which is really good to know. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's it's been a long time to reach this point that we have come to. And, yeah, we get to see it full fleshed out and look. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wasn't blown away. I wasn't blown away by this first episode. So, obviously, spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, let me get to the positive first. So, action, this movie, this first episode was very action-packed. That was really positive. Uh, you know, they did a good world building that we've seen. The entire everything is crisp. Everything is crisp from the characters, the custom design, um, the world they're building, the military reach. You get to see all that is very crisp. Um, so this was definitely a big world building episode with action to get you involved. Um, the set pieces were great. Uh, the CGI, like the costume for Master Chief, I felt like was like spot on. You know. He looks, the suit, everything, Master Chief style. You know, that was really cool. Uh, not to mention the fact that you do get to see views from him being in his in his, um, his uh, helmet. You get to see his HUD, which was very much from the video games, uh, which was fantastic. How, you know, how he assessed the situation and all that, as well as you even heard when he... His shield, you heard that beep, 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 beep noise. I thought that was really cool when that gets really low. And not to mention the in-game sounds were fantastic. Um, you know, it was, it was also bloody. This was a lot bloody than I expected. This was, there were uh, legs shot off. There was head shot off. There was people being stabbed. You know, the energy sword looked great. Um, there was... That was all fantastic, um, but that was all the positive stuff. But what kind of it lacked was, which I did find, is the CGI on the Covenant is could be to some people a little bit jarring because um, it's a bit. You, mm, they look really good. They're quite detailed. The CGI, but it's it's probably a little bit off-putting to some people. And their interactions, like you can tell. And you can tell they've done hard work on it, but it's still a bit off-putting, which I knew would be a struggle trying to make Covenant. But, uh, you know, it's almost no excuse at the same time because, you know, we've seen aliens in, in different movies that look, look a whole more real. You know, look at, look at the first alien. Look at Alien. It looks fantastic. You know, and that came out like nearly 30 years ago. But, yeah, the, the CGI for the Covenant's a little bit, little bit off-putting. And this episode was a lot of, you know, world building, action, um, pretty much, like, pretty much in, like, the first, like, 50 minutes, nearly every character you got, you just saw two minutes ago is dead. So, you really, at the end of the episode, you really just left with the main cast. Basically, everyone's just fodder. Um, but, yeah, it's, the plot was a little bit very, very little, like very, that was very put to the side for this, which I understand because the first episode you want to go bang, full out of the gate. Um, but you know, you're they it opens with a planet called uh, Magical, 
Um, it looks like a, a, a rebel outpost, and this, this little girl uh, called uh, Quinn, played by Yurin, Yurin, I'm playing not Yurin, not like the P. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Um, you know, this little girl, they've gone, they've left their fortress um, or camp base. She goes to try and find something, and then gets bumped into the Covenant, and uh, which you know, there's about five kids, all gone straight off the bat. Um, she runs back to the fortress. They get into lockdown. The Covenant attack. Halo does. Uh, sorry, Master Chief does the hero landing coming in. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool when he came in, came in with some other Spartans, and they ripped up the place. And about another 15 minutes in, um, a whole bunch of more kids die. Straight up slaughter. So you've definitely shown the fact that Kevin have no mercy. No mercy, whatever, whatever, so ever. So everyone who's haven't seen Halo, or sorry, haven't played the video games and just coming in, you're getting the gist of the Covenant straight away. Um, and then uh, after all that, if they go to find out what the Covenant was actually looking for, they were actually going into a cave um excavating they were trying to find a piece or an artifact which looked very halo-ish like the ring um which lit up like a christmas tree which you get to see that and then um they take the little girl your uh Kuen. she was the only survivor out of the entire attack um the action set piece for the attack was fantastic which i i did get a little bit giddy because the fact that master chief uh, i think ran out of bullets and he saw the minigun, and he picked up the minigun, and he started shooting. I was like, yeah, video game reference right there. I thought that was cool. Um, I, I tip my head off to that. Um, and then when he's trying, a little bit later on, he's trying to take this girl back to uh, base, which they tell them to kill her because she because there seems to be some kind of like, like the rebels, rebel humans don't trust the UNC force. They feel like they're taking them over. And Master Chief is kind of like propaganda, like a super soldier. The same like how, you know, how with Captain America. Um, like as you saw, I think uh, in Age of Ultron, it's a deleted scene where Captain America obviously wears the helmet. But when he comes out of the ship, he sees the fact that there's all this painting and rules on the fact that, you know, um, Captain America's soul is or something like that. So that's why. Um, in Age of Ultron, Captain America actually doesn't wear his helmet much at all when he's at so- uh, Sokovia to show a face. Um, but yeah, there's all this propaganda over Master Chief, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then basically what happens next is he tries to... Uh, he, he has a moment with the character where he, sh- he shows he is very human. Um, Cortana is not... Uh, Cortana is not in this. Um, she isn't for well. She's mentioned the Cortana program is mentioned, but she's not actually in this. She's not with Master Chief just yet, because um, then Master Chief um, tries to take over the ship because he feels you know feels hard. Want the conversation I had with the little girl. He doesn't want to kill her. There's always to kill her. Um, we're introduced to a whole bunch of characters still on Reach, um, but and then in towards the end. They're all getting, there's a whole big military scene, which you could definitely tell that was all just world building. Um, and then, um, all world building. And then we see that they were trying to stop Master Chief from, uh, leaving 
reach with the little girl, which he does in the end because there's a whole thing, the fact that it's all autopilot all the way. He dis- he uh, takes it apart so he can drive it manually and not auto. And they were going to yeah, straight up kill him if he wasn't going to obey his orders. And they flew away. So that was a rough down of the plot. <laughs> and I just... Like I will admit, like I'm still going to watch it, but I wasn't blown away with this first episode in <clears throat> in plot sense. In story, the storytelling part didn't grab me. the The action, the set pieces, uh, you know, the different action scenes you got, the costume design, all of that was fantastic. But just the the plot was a little bit a little bit iffy to me. Um, and obviously the CGI with the Covenant was a bit, bit jarring, which a lot of people have said it is. And look, it's going to be very interesting to see what episode two is going to be like. So that's coming out, um, every Thursday. So Moon Knight will be every Wednesday, Halo every Thursday for Paramount Plus. Uh, Paramount Plus is doing the same thing as they do, as Disney Plus does. You get one episode per week. Every episode is an hour for Halo. Um, but... It's going to be interesting to see where they're going to take it and go, where the series goes. Obviously, we've seen that Cortana is in it um, at some point. But, you know, for anyone that's... I don't know, I feel like for video game fans, it might be a bit jarring for them because obviously you're going in with the pre- you know, this presence of like the games. But for anyone who's not, you might, you will, you might do like it for being it's sci-fi, but I still think the little plot thread thing might still be jarring to you. So my overall thing is action, costume, all that, win, 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 win. But the plot is left desirable for. That's probably my, my overall thing for it. And But yeah, look guys, you let me know. What do you think? Did you like the first episode? Um, did you think it was really good? Or you're like, no, they don't know where they're going. It's trash. Blech, gonna give it a miss. Just show me Moon Knight. Let me just go back to the video games. Um, let's go play Halo Infinite. Yeah, look, guys, let me know in the comments. Did you like it? I'm definitely going to be reviewing it every single week because it still has that... I'm still very intrigued. I will mission through it and see how we go each week. I'm currently at the moment. I'm also watching Human Resources, the Big Mouth spinoff. I will have that review for you soon, guys. And look, thank you for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it, as always. Definitely give a follow on Twitter, as I said. Definitely go check out any previous episodes. And stay tuned, because I'm going to have my Morbius review for next week. And guys, as always, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time. Happy ranting.